I just got done reading an article on Forbes that says meaningful work is leading people down the wrong path because it's causing them to go after something that's impossible or maybe to expect too much. I also saw an article on Harvard Business Review. They published a study saying that 9 out of 10 people would trade an average of 23% of their salary for more meaningful work. Gallup Organization published a report that claims that what the world wants is a good job. So if you're confused, you're not alone. There's so much conflicting information out there about what creates more fulfilling, more desirable, meaningful work. And that begs the question, like, is it the job? Is it the company? Is it the type of role or occupation? Is meaningful work really even actually obtainable in the first place? The short answer is yes. But in reality, it happens way different than you think. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Let's go back to 2005 for just a minute. When the world had not yet heard of the iPhone, Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani was one of the most popular songs on the radio. People still listen to radio. Pretty much the dark ages, right? Okay, it was the year that I started studying what creates meaningful and fulfilling work. Primarily because, well, I didn't have it. I had what Gallup organization calls a, quote, good job, unquote. One where I have a steady paycheck, but I didn't love it, and I certainly didn't derive purpose from it, and most definitely did not describe it as meaningful. And I also quickly learned that I wasn't alone. There were many people just like me that were really there for the paycheck, but felt like they had the potential and even capability to do something much, much greater, much more impactful, and that they could feel not just good, but great about So for me personally, I honestly thought that if I was going to be spending this much time working, then it was worth my while to find some place that felt meaningful and paid me well to be able to do it. And I actually later on (laughs) learned just how rare this is. In fact, today Gallup estimates that there are only 4% of people in the entire world that have careers that fit in this category. By the way, they also estimate that over 3 billion people would like to be in this category. But for me, back in 2005, this meant I had to find and learn from those people who already had purpose and meaning in their career. What were they doing differently? What did they know that I didn't? Was it certain kinds of jobs or roles? Was it that they had some kind of spiritual awakening? Were they meditating before meditating got popular? I didn't have any idea. I just knew that I had to find the answer and I couldn't go too many more days of soul crushing two to three hour commutes for a job that I just didn't believe in. So as crazy as it sounds, I started asking people, what makes work meaningful to you? Sometimes I would hear things like work where I'm growing and advancing. Other times I would hear things like this. I think uh, meaningful work is making a difference to the world. And in particular, for me, it's making a difference to people's lives. Your activities and what you're doing connects to a larger purpose. 
Well, for me, meaningful work means when you do something not on your own benefit, but helping someone else. And if you are helping a large amount of people, then it's even more meaningful. Those are all real people who have done a great job finding meaningful work and fulfilling work, and you'll get to meet them later on in this series. But since 2005, I've literally asked thousands of people this very same question. What makes work meaningful for you? And yes, I know this sounds absurd, and I'm probably the only person in the world running around asking everybody about their own personal definition of meaningful work for the last decade. But I got to learn so much about those people as individuals, and later on, about what actually creates purpose, passion, meaning, and fulfillment. One thing that became obvious right away as I started asking this question, and in fact, it's the number one thing that all humans need in order to feel meaning and purpose. What was it? Every person in this world needs to feel like they're helping other people. I think the meaningful parts of my work is when I get to know that uh, a patient uh, story, for example, how successful was a case and uh, that people are being treated by the products that we make, or that Philips make. So when I think in this long chain, uh, although I, I know that I'm a very little piece in this uh, big chain, I feel glad for being part of it and for being helpful on this way. That's Tice Sabino. She's a communication manager for Philips. So here we invest in technology that we improve healthcare. So for example, in the part that I work, in the business that I am in with Philips, it's all about minimally invasive procedures, which really improve the patient lives. And everything here is focused on the patient. So we are improving life of people, improving treatments, or saving lives, you could say, if you consider like the population is getting older and older and we have each year more new diseases are being discovered. And then we have Philips on the other side trying to invest in technology to improve the treatments, to improve the patient's lives, to try to treat them, to save them in a better way, in a short way, in, with a short recovery. So this is a, is a meaningful work because the business here is to support saving lives and we support physicians on doing that, then I think it's very meaningful to do that. Now we all know we need to be helping others. Great. That's pretty simple. Let's all go get jobs helping others. Until you start to think about it for a while, and then you realize that really every single job on the planet is helping others in some way or another, whether you're pouring cement or you're curing disease, really Every single job relates back to helping other people in some way. So what does this mean? My name is Colleen Bordeaux, and I am a writer and a management consultant focused on human potential and well-being. And I work full-time at Deloitte Consulting, where I work in human capital, and I specifically focus on our future of work issue. And she's also the author of a new book called Am I Doing This Right? About Human Potential. From my personal perspective, I think that every single one of us as individual human beings beat a lot of odds to get here on this planet. And there's a reason why we're here and we have a unique purpose. So if you think about the chances of you just getting to be here on earth and believe that there's a purpose to your life, meaningful work is what helps us to fulfill that purpose and fulfill our lives while we're here. 
And I think that there's some common threads around what drives meaning in work. And research supports this, and we can talk a little more about that later. But I think the first thing is solving a problem that you actually care about in the work that you do. And then the second piece to this is solving that problem in a way that gives you energy, that's oriented to your strengths. I believe that work should bring us joy, and it's our responsibility as individuals to find work that is aligned to that sense of purpose and gives us a chance to tap in and develop our strengths and and use those to serve other people. So I think that meaningful work means something different to everyone, and I think there's a really specific reason for that. Okay, so it's different for everyone. What creates meaning for me is different than what creates meaning for you. Got it. Another problem we face, though, with meaningful work may not be the company or the work itself. Sometimes your perception or the perspective of the work affects how meaningful it actually is. For example, if you're having concrete poured for your backyard patio, the person who shows up to put that concrete in can either view it as just making a patio at just another job, or they can view it as they're creating a place for a family and friends to be able to get together and connect. The same task, but one has much more meaning and certainly much more purpose. Or another example that we see all the time here at Happen to Your Career. We get a lot of people coming to us from some of the larger companies like Google or Facebook or Amazon. And these are really impressive companies. Many of them are desirable to work for. Many people would love to work there. But is it meaningful? One person who came from Google recently told us, I feel like my job isn't helping people. It's just getting more clicks. And that same person, well, I suppose they could have taken the perspective that they're helping many people find what's important to them every single day, every time they search on Google. So what does all this mean? Is meaning just a switch that you need to flip in your brain, a different mental lens that you can look through to see how any task that you might do, how it helps others? Or is it more about finding what type of work is meaningful to you? Well, that is that is the question, right? Okay, it's definitely not as simple as flipping a switch in your brain. But at Happen to Your Career, when we talk about the ways that we can find meaningful work, we actually separate them into two categories, internal and external. Think about it this way. Internally, you can practice relating meaning to any task or job that you're doing. An easy way to do this is to consider what will the end result be? Who will it be benefiting? How will this better those same people's lives? What happens if you don't do your part of this task? Continuing to do this will cause you to get better at finding meaning. But here's the thing. It's only half of the recipe for meaningful work. The other half is identifying the external context where you personally experience the most meaning and fulfillment. What do I mean by that? Well, this means uncovering your own personal definition of what creates meaning for you. This means doing the hard work of understanding what people, causes, situations, tasks are more or less meaningful to you. This might mean who are the types of people that you enjoy helping the most? Do you get more meaning from working directly with an individual or helping groups or communities? Or maybe this is even larger impact like states or nations. 
The answer could be more than one, or it could be none of these. And maybe you personally derive more meaning from the way that you're helping or the type of cause that you're a part of. It is slightly different for everyone. And when you put these two categories together, the internal practice of relating meaning to your activities and external places, people, work, causes that you derive the most meaning from, those together give you the big clues as to where you should look for work that is going to feel much more meaningful to you. In either case, you begin to realize that you're going to have to be able to directly see and connect how you're helping others. I had a job in an academic setting doing research in a different kind of way. So I wasn't a professor and I was at that job for about nine months. And I discovered along the way that it didn't really quite fit everything that I was looking for. That's Michelle. If her voice sounds familiar, it's because she was on a recent episode in our Where Are They Now series. I started feeling that I needed something different and I can't really pinpoint exactly. I was at that job for about four or five months and I was pretty pleased and I I felt really good about the work that I was doing. And I sort of had the sense that I would reach the full capacity of that job pretty quickly. And I was thinking about it consciously. It's sort of something that happened because I went through the process. When I first started my job, the onboarding was a steep learning curve, but three months into it, four months into it, I was getting my work done and I was getting it done very quickly and there wasn't more for me to do. And I would create my own projects to preoccupy my time and I acquired a lot of skills in that way. And it was very obvious that there was nowhere for me to move up. And I was a little sad about that because I really like the academic environment. I I like being on campus. But I also realized that if I'm going to get bored, I'm going to feel disconnected and it's not going to be good for me. It's not going to be good for my employer. And I didn't want to get to that point. So Michal realized that she was lacking meaning in her work and knew it was going to impact both her and her employer. So after evaluating her needs and researching career opportunities, she found meaningful work. The work that I'm currently doing every day, the statistics that I'm doing and the research that I'm doing, I can identify a particular population or a particular group of people or even one single individual that is going to benefit from this work, whether it's that they're going to get better benefits or that their doctor is going to know how to talk to them in a different way to be able to help them. And I feel in that way connected to more people, even though I don't meet these people on a daily basis. Okay. So it's safe to say that Michelle clearly and directly sees and connects what she does for work and how it helps other people. She also gets meaning out of these types of challenges and interactions. But is this enough? If you've done a great job with the internal side of assigning meaning and you're fortunate enough to work in a job that provides these for you, is that enough to create work that feels meaningful and fulfilling? The short answer is no. But don't worry, it's not your fault. It's our society. Here's Colleen Bordeaux again from Deloitte. 
we're taught to think in exceptionally stale ways about work and about the purpose of our lives. And we tend to orient our lives and our understanding of work around ways that are kind of conventionally handed to us through our education, through our cultures, and through our families. And we're, we're not taught that we can take a step back and think differently about what makes us unique and where we can apply that. So I think that's, that's one piece of it. And I think the second piece of it is that in many ways, the way that we've thought about jobs and design jobs, they're too small for the human spirit and are focused in many ways on kind of rule-based or repetitive work in certain career paths or in kind of pixelated work where we are, as human beings doing that work are disconnected from how it supports an organization's mission, how it supports other human beings and are doing tasks and activities that don't necessarily align to our strengths and what energizes us. Remember at the beginning of the podcast how I mentioned just how rare having a great job that's also meaningful to us actually is? Well, part of the reason it's so rare, Colleen mentioned, many people and companies in our society have antiquated versions of what work should look like. But the other reason is that even if you already know what creates more meaning for you, there are other factors that must also be present for you to have viable, meaningful work. Some of the most important ones are fairly easy to see. It must pay enough for you to meet your financial obligations and goals. It must be utilizing your strengths and allowing you to contribute uniquely. And additionally, the how we help others must be in alignment with the mission of the organization. If any of these variables are missing, it can take potentially meaningful work and turn it into something far less viable and certainly far less meaningful in reality. But when you have all these in alignment, that's where magic starts to happen. That's where meaning starts to intersect with purpose. Yeah, when I think about what meaningful work means to me is really, is that your activities and what you're doing connects to a larger purpose. That's Steven Tyler. He's a senior manager of development engineering at Philips. And in my case at Philips, we're all about healthcare and improving patient lives. And we do it across something uh, we call a continuum of healthcare from birth to when you know you might be um, towards the end. And I know that the activities and the things that I do in working with my team has a direct benefit to helping somebody diagnose an issue or to be treated for something. And I gain a lot of pride from that. And I feel like I have a connection to something bigger. What we've uncovered in this episode is something most people in the world don't know. So if you utilize this information in your own life, you're ahead of 87% of the United States right now and 96% of the world right this very second. So the key things that we talked about are that, of course, in your work, you need to be able to help others. But more importantly, you also need to be able to see how the work you're doing connects directly to helping people. And of course, this is different for everyone. This might mean that you need to shift the perspective of what you do, but all this is only the internal half. When you consider this, it's easy to see how the organization that you work for and the people that you work with directly impact doing meaningful work. But here's the problem. Most companies haven't gotten on board with this idea of providing meaningful work. In fact, 
A Gallup survey says that 87% of the people in the United States are not enamored with their jobs. Those are my words, not the exact words of the survey. Theirs is cluttered with terms like engagement, being satisfied with my job, but let's just say that this means 87% of the people are not in love with their careers currently. Some of these companies may do a lot of good work and maybe good companies, but there's a breakdown somewhere with providing meaningful work, maybe a breakdown in many places. For one, societal pressures cause companies to shift their focus from impact to income. Everything becomes about the bottom line. When this happens, employees lose that connection to the people that they're supposed to be trying to help. So not only is society putting pressure on companies to focus on the financials, but society creates the pressure for compliance. So people feel stuck. Their company doesn't provide meaningful work, but they have to stay responsible citizens. There are many companies that have a lack of clarity in their mission, or they fail to show their employees how the work that they do impacts people and the world. So in the next episode, we'll examine what companies can do to provide more meaningful work for their employees and what you can do to find companies that provide meaningful work. 